0: Welcome to What's a Crime, I'm Linda and today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of a woman named Marilyn Carter. She's a 36-year-old mother and a wife to a Kansas City pastor. It's been just over two weeks since her disappearance and no one has heard from Marilyn since August 2nd, 2020. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below and hit that notification bell to all. Please share this video out where you can so we can get the word out there for Marilene. And please give it a like to support this video. Now, let's get into it. On August 1st, Marilyn was headed to visit family in Birmingham, Alabama from Overland Park, Kansas, where she lives. She originally planned to fly, but changed her mind and decided to drive instead. And a detective said that she bought a Southwest Airlines ticket On August 1st to visit her sister who is pregnant and due soon and she was also going there to seek treatment for an undisclosed mental health issue. After researching I found out that she was seeking help for sleep issues according to her family. Her husband Adam did say that she decided to drive instead and detective Blake Larson said that helps give a view into her mindset. Her husband was concerned she was going to go. So she left her home by car and was last seen leaving her home at around 8.15 p.m. on Saturday, August 1st. Her husband and her three kids stayed at home. And when I look at a map and look at Overland Park to Birmingham, Alabama, it's about an 11-hour drive. And when I look up Southwest Airlines flying on a Saturday just as an example, it looks like there are only morning flights and it's about a six-hour flight with one stopover. It's not clear what time her flight was actually scheduled for. So that Saturday, she leaves Overland Park, Kansas at 8.15 p.m. alone. She stops at a McDonald's while she's making her way through Missouri. In the early morning hours of Sunday, August 3rd, at 3.37 a.m., Mary Lane checks into a Quality Inn in West Plains, Missouri, and she's actually seen on video. When I look at the map from Overland Park to the Quality Inn, it's a four hour and 15 minute drive. And she left at around 8.15 p.m., stopped at that McDonald's on the way and then ended up at that Quality Inn at 3.37 a.m., seven and a half hours later. She checks out of the hotel at 6.08 a.m., only two and a half hours from when she checked in. And then she hops in her car, alone in her 2011 dark grey GMC Acadia with Kansas license plate 194 LFY. Then later that day, Marilyn made a stop at a shell station in West Memphis, Arkansas, where she fueled up and went inside with her cup to get some ice water. I'm not sure at the time at this point. The last pinged GPS location of her cell phone was at 8.02 p.m. later that day near the Arkansas Way Station on Interstate 55 entering Memphis around the I-55 bridge. And when I go back to the map again and the route, from the Quality Inn to the bridge is a three-hour drive. And she left the Quality Inn at 6.08. So minus the three-hour drive, that's an 11-hour gap in time. Now, Marilyn spoke to her husband on the phone on Sunday evening and throughout that drive, but on that evening, the call dropped. Shortly after, she contacted her mother, who lives in Birmingham, and spoke to her for about 15 minutes before that call dropped. She also talked to her mom the day before as well. Now police said she has made some concerning statements to the family members on the call. And I found out that the concerning statements had to do with her saying on the phone that she wasn't sure where she was and was taking dirt paths and going on a trek. Her parents did an interview and said that was odd because she knows that way very well. And Mary Lane's brother-in-law said, At one point Mary Lane mentioned to the family that she was traveling on dirt roads going on a trek. It should be interstate highways between two metropolitan areas, so that's concerning and confusing. And her brother-in-law was also on Nancy Grace and said that Mary Lane wanted to find a local facility in Alabama to help her with sleeping issues and preferably a facility she was familiar and comfortable with. Now, perhaps that would explain that two and a half hour check-in at that hotel and check-out, not very much sleep time. By Monday at 3 a.m., Mary Lane's husband was worried that she didn't arrive in Birmingham and filed a missing persons report with the Overland Park Police. And Detective Larson said she left Overland Park of her own free will with nothing suspicious afoot. This is not an active criminal investigation. We're simply trying to locate Mary Lane Carter to help bring her back to her family. They're worried sick about her. And the detective also said that investigators aren't able to obtain a search warrant for Mary Lane's cell phone records because her disappearance is not considered criminal. And he said people often disappear voluntarily to live off the grid and said that it's perfectly okay. However, he goes on to say, there is no indication that is the case with Carter, and authorities have listed her as missing and endangered because of the possible mental health issues. We want to find someone who may be in a crisis. He also said that the thing that separates Carter's disappearance from others is that all of her activities seem to stop at once on August 2nd. This is a unique and strange case, he said. Everything just stopped at a certain time. He says, it's been a tough two weeks. He says, what we learned from the family, it's urgent to try to find her. We are keeping our fingers crossed that we find her alive and well. And I did see on the news that it's one of her children's birthday today, which is Monday, August 17th, from my understanding. And as I said earlier, she's a mother and she's a mother to three children now fbi and tbi are working on the case and searchers are relying on volunteers to check the waterways to hopefully rule out any possibility that mary lane and or her vehicle are there and i did see that volunteers did a sonar search as well of the mississippi river family has sent out flyers to more than a hundred hospitals and also accompanied with power of attorney documents to try to find out if mary lane is or had been hospitalized anytime since her disappearance Also, volunteers are posting flyers throughout the region, including truckers who are distributing them nationwide. Now there is a Facebook page for Mary Lane, and I will post that in the description below. Here is her picture again. She is 36 years old, 5 foot 8 and 130 pounds with brown hair and green eyes. She was last heard from on August 2nd, 2020, she was wearing a green t-shirt and black yoga pants when she left home. You can call the tip line at 913-895-6300. No tip is too small. And there was an update yesterday, August 16th, on the Find Mary Lane page, and it says, Still no trace of Mary Lane. Law enforcement hasn't shared any new evidence or updates today. We remain hopeful for significant progress on the cellular forensic results from law enforcement investigators. More volunteers have been printing and posting Mary Lane's flyers, searching parking lots, sharing on social media, and reaching out in any way possible. Thousands have been posted all over the region. Thank you, volunteers. You know who you are. We are also working to connect with groups that have unique perspectives and angles to be aware. Crop duster pilots, river tugboat captains, search groups, taxi drivers, transportation hubs, etc., just to name a few. It goes on to say, Mary Lane, your entire family adores you, wants you home, and to know you are safe. Pray, share, hope, look. Hashtag find Mary Lane. Let's have a chit chat below. Remember, if you remember something or you've seen something, no matter how small, even if you think it's very trivial, it might be something huge. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.